Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Is there a noise, a sound that drives you absolutely crazy, annoys the hell out of you? Whining. <laughs> For one, uh, you know what it is. It's um, you know those uh, those sounds that make the hair on your back kind of stand mm. up. Uh, whether it's like the you know the chalkboard uh, fingernails mm. or um, you know those little uh, little picture things that you get. You can uh, kind of change the angle of them, and they look different. The hologram type things. Okay. Uh, the kids get them like, like hockey cards and stuff like that. If you scratch those, mm. that is one of the most annoying sounds for me. I will oh, really? instantly uh, just go go numb. I uh, I can't stand the sound of windshield wipers on the window of the glass when it's dry. Right. It makes that squeak. Yes, oh, that's I, annoying. I, I, I'll, I'll curse. I'll be... Uh, it drives me so crazy. Um, many people say uh, the sound of uh, a... Uh, uh, husband or wife snoring breathing while you're trying oh, to sleep oh. <laughs> <laughs> chewing their food <laughs> blinking just living i can hear you thinking <laughs> cut it out yeah when you can't sleep and the person you're next to is snoring even if it's a little snore you know it's all you can hear erica just texted in she said yeah absolutely the sound of your your spouse snoring yeah i've uh, i've checked out of the room Maria's checked out of the house. She's checked into a hotel. Well, listen, mine checked me into a sleep lab. Right. For it. Yeah. I know one of these days I probably should. <laughs> I just, I can't. I can't do it. Oh, it's fun. Oh, I bet. It's great. I know my dad years ago had uh, the apnea test done, and they told him he should uh, get the headgear, and he never did. Yeah. And a buddy of mine, same thing. He said he tried it for a while. And he just couldn't get used to it. I even had to, I wore the mouth guard for a while because I was grind. Oh, I'm a joy to sleep with. Mm. Between the grinding of the teeth and the slopping and the, <laughs> the drooling and the. <laughs> like sleeping next to a bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you, hooch? Oh, yeah. The wet dreams. Right. It's all a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that Maria's a lucky lady. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Um, loud artificial heart valve, which creates a loud permanent sound coming from your body even when you're sleeping. Well, I don't know that should annoy anybody. It means you're alive. <laughs> That's right. If it stopped making the noise, I'd be I'd be concerned. Damn, he got that fixed. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to hear about it all That's night right. long. Yeah. Uh, chalkboard scraping. Yeah. Um, things your neighbors are doing that you can't control, like construction or throwing a party. Or just talking loudly <laughs> all is, night long. How Karen. is Karen doing these oh, days? My, well, thankfully, minus 20 keeps her inside. Yeah. But when the spring comes, then <laughs> comes the bane of my existence. Unbelievable. Um, but the noise that drives everybody the most crazy is the sound of someone vomiting. Oh, right. Now, I find dry heaving to be very funny. When I see somebody on TV or a movie dry heaving, it makes me laugh every time. You know, watch, there's some YouTube videos and clips together of uh, dads trying to change diapers. Oh, yeah. And they're dry heaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) And it's not even human vomiting, to be honest, too, because the sound the dog makes when it's about to will get you up out of the deepest sleep. Yeah racing for tile floor to get him off something you can clean up easier. You think of the noise that Eddie's dog made in Christmas vacation when it's under the table. (laughs) He's just getting up a bone. 
Levi's, you know, the jean company. Uh-huh. Well, they're getting into another line of business. They see the future as sweatpants. <laughs> because of this pandemic, they launched their first ever line of sweatpants last year, and they now say the pants sold so well, they're planning on an even bigger collection of them. Really? This year. They yeah. didn't have any sweatpants until then? I guess not. Just jeans. Because they had, like, hoodies and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I guess they never got into it. Well, you would think with the... The arrival of the Lululemons and others. Right. You would think that uh, companies like Levi's, who were into the tight jean business for a long time, yeah, yeah. might have thought. <laughs> yeah. Without the pun, you know, they need to expand their business. Ah! Uh, this is good news. Any little silver lining. Okay. According to a doctor here in Toronto, drinking alcohol won't affect the COVID vaccine. <laughs> Bring on the ride. <laughs> have a shot? Get your shot. <laughs> That's right. They should do that in bars. Oh, yeah? Once every, yeah, yeah. That'd get people vaccinated. <laughs> Here's the first. I just told someone, hey, let's uh, get together for a needle soon. <laughs> yeah, you never thought you'd say no. that? No. Uh, I didn't think I was that kind of addict. Um, this kid is brilliant. Uh, in the UK, this, uh, this young fella going to school, uh, he figured out by changing his name on Zoom to reconnecting... <laughs> His teachers always thought he had a bad internet connection and never called on him to answer a question. The kid is brilliant. <laughs> What's his name, Einstein? That's fantastic. That is so smart. Don't tell we have any Christian about that. That is great. Just sit there all day. I had to change mine. Next time I have to do like some work Zoom call, I yeah. change it to buffering. <laughs> That's terrific. Um, airline pilots have been making more errors than usual during the pandemic, and they say it's because they're, quote, rusty from so much less flying. Well, that feels good. Good. That's great. I'm taking the bus. <laughs> uh, police in a suburb of Paris broke up an illegal orgy with more than 100 people for violating COVID restrictions. Of course, that never stops. Anti-vaxxer oh. protesters and far-right groups blocked the entrance to a vaccine site at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles on Saturday. And somehow, no arrests were made. Yeah, that's part of the infuriating part of this. Yeah. People breaking rules and not getting uh, charged or arrested or, or even a fine. Drives me crazy. Look, you don't want the needle, fine. Whatever. Stay in your basement. But if somebody else wants to get it, stay out of their way. Like, there's some dude driving around Ontario in an RV with an LED sign on the top of it, you know, spouting anti-vax stuff. Just out of their minds. Again, if you want to drive that RV away from the vaccination yeah. site, go ahead. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people there who are waiting in line, don't want you in line in front of them. Uh, some parts of China have switched from the nasal swab COVID test to a more reliable and possibly even more painful alternative, the anal swab. Oh, no. <laughs> Name of my new band. <laughs> Want to join my band? Lucky you can play drums. Uh, no thanks. Our first single will be <laughs> negative. Wrecked them. Damn near killed them. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> the anal swab is the way they're going. Now authorities have had to clear up one big misconception. After videos came out of people waddling like penguins <laughs> after their swab, officials said there's not, that's not a normal reaction. They'll be walking fine afterwards. Uh, the anal swab looks like a tiki torch. <laughs> <laughs> They come at you running. <laughs> the, uh, the Paris suburb should have said they were. <laughs> no, this isn't an orgy. No, no, no. It's an anal. That's a swamp party. <laughs> 
Look, uh, this is really sad. Uh, this guy had been, you know, kind of the, the, the brunt of a lot of jokes over the years, and he certainly didn't have a great run after uh, Saved by the Bell ended. Dustin Diamond, Screech, has passed away. Only 44 years old, was diagnosed with terminal lung cancer like three weeks ago. Yeah. Had one round of chemo and died. They said he had maybe months, maybe a year, and died within three weeks. Very sad. So uh, a bunch of his uh, co-stars from Saved by the Bell have been, uh, you know, speaking about him now, of course. Although there was a real bad blood amongst all of them after a book he put out, a tell-all book, back in 2009. And I think a lot of them, uh, Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Berkeley and uh, Tiffany Thiessen, all of them basically weren't speaking to him for a very long time. I think a lot of that born uh, out of the jealousy mm-hmm. that, you know, for for a cast of a show that was as successful as it was, and they all, uh, for the most part, moved on uh, to other uh, roles. I mean, yep. Mario, Mario Lopez has been on everything. Uh, and, uh, and everyone. And everyone, perhaps. Tiffany Thiessen, uh, of course, she's now doing a cooking show mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Elizabeth Berkley went into movies. Mark Paul Gossler still uh, was doing a lot of uh, was one of those like uh, detective shows or something like that, a police show at one point. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we're able to continue on their acting careers, whereas you know Dustin Diamond, it, you know the Screech character, you know kind of typecast him into that nerdy role, and he didn't see anything after that. Yeah, he didn't, and and I, I get the impression that it was almost like a. You know, like a real high school situation on the on that set where there was the cool kids, right. and he just wasn't uh, one of them. You know, and never probably got treated like he was really a, a part of the gang or the cast. But Mario Lopez says they were hoping Screech would make an appearance on season two of Saved by the Bell, the revival, uh, and now he's pushing for the pushing for there to be some kind of tribute. He says, "I'd love a whole episode dedicated to some of his most iconic moments, or something like that." We've had we got a lot of creative minds who can try to figure it out, but we haven't had that conversation yet. It's uh, still unclear why he wasn't a part of the first season, although it might be, of course, because of that tell-all book uh, last year. Dustin said he wanted to do it, but just never got the call. Right. So, anyhow, Dustin Diamond Screech dead at the age of forty-four. If you were a fan of television, you were growing up at a certain age in the nineties. He was certainly a huge part of your life. Yeah. This is a, a sad but interesting story. So 94-year-old Tony Bennett is battling Alzheimer's disease. He was actually diagnosed in 2016, but his wife says the family decided to come forward now because he's, uh, at this stage, incapable of understanding the disease. Wow. Now, he's, he, he recognizes friends and family, and he's not experiencing the worst symptoms like uh, rage, terror, and depression. But here's the interesting thing. He, at this stage, has trouble um, knowing what mundane objects like a fork or a set of house keys are. Wow. But he can still sing all his songs off the top of his head. Amazing. He has his pianist come in twice a week, and they run through an entire 90-minute set, and he doesn't have any music sheets in front of him. Yeah. I, I my grandmother, uh, when the early stages of, of, of Alzheimer's, and... You know, it was the the short term memory that had nothing, right? And uh, and it was just weird how it, like, she could remember some things so vividly, mm. and then you know uh, forget. You know, she had little tells to try and remember people's names, right? Right? Like it was it, it was such a weird uh, thing to go through. And I mean, every everyone it's affected differently uh, is affected differently by it. Yeah, but, uh, it's just so so sad. I was uh, just reading that his son is his manager. And uh, you're right, they, they diagnosed in 2016, but they kept it quiet. And before he went public, he asked Lady Gaga 
what he should do. Like for her, his advice hmm. or her advice on it. And she said, you know, go for it because it's another gift that you can give to the world to, to shed some light on this. Yeah, and they've got a second album coming out together too. It'll be uh, out in the spring. So, yeah, amazing how the brain operates, that he's able to continue on like that. And it's a, another sign of, you know, we talk a lot about getting older and, and how we're living a lot longer. And sometimes it's not the greatest because... With this type of disease, the brain starts giving up on you, but a lot of times the body is still moving strong, and that's right. why so many families go through such nightmares with this disease because you get these these older uh, parents who turn violent and also because they're still strong, they're still you know, but the the, the brain has gone. Well, off. and I guess it's it's both. It, it can happen. Uh, for for Alzheimer's and, and diseases of the brain like that, when you're right, the body's strong and the brain deteriorates. Mm. Or on the flip side, you get something like ALS, where the mind is strong yeah. uh, and the body doesn't cooperate. It's brutal. Anyhow, he still plans Tony Bennett to perform in 2021 if he can. I cannot believe uh, the, the the price of uh, houses and the, the cost, the way it's gone up. I never thought my little poo hut would be what it might be worth now. Right. Uh, it, it just seems like at this stage, people are putting up an asking price, and it's just going way, way above to the tune of sometimes 150 or 200 grand over. They might as well start the price at a buck. Yes. Well, and th- and that's part of the problem. I was reading a, a, an interesting comment from a real estate friend of mine who's, who said, That same thing, that if you're going to price it low, and it's the agents, some of the agents who are pricing it under value, Mm. to try and spark that interest uh, to get a whole bunch of people through there, a ton of offers, and then play them against each other to to raise that price uh, over value, right? And, and, you know, listen, it's working. uh, And if you're trying to sell your home, you want, obviously, the most... The most money you can for it, yeah. Uh, if that's the process that works, but it does put some people at a disadvantage in terms of the people who are just trying to first get into this market, sure. uh, and uh, and perhaps some that don't quite qualify for a big enough mortgage to think about it. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's say you're going to list that at like six hundred grand, then you know someone qualifies for a mortgage of six fifty has no real chance at mm-hmm. it because you look at the rest of uh, you know, the comparable houses in that. Area mm-hmm. and they've all gone for eight or eight eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So you know it's going to go up that high. Mm. It, it doesn't seem much reason to, to list it that low, other than the fact that you get more and more people putting offers in. It's interesting that in the West End, uh, certainly this type of boom has been going on for some time, and it, and it for whatever reason it didn't happen in the East End uh, as quickly. And it's only going to continue with interest rates as low as they are. And yes, they can always go up. But from what I understand of it, it's going to be a while. And and right now it's at its lowest. I mean, you can get a mortgage interest at 1.5. It's just crazy. It's almost free money. But that's always the fear, too, is that you get into too much house. And uh, one day when those rates do go up, even a point or two, you're in trouble. But it seems like we're still a ways away uh, from that happening. And uh, and now you're at a point, too, with Oshawa and looking more east as the GO train is going to continue, that it's just going to continue to climb. And, yeah, it is a real struggle for young people. I, I don't know how they do it. I think the pandemic has, has played a major role in, in people moving out of the city, realizing that hey, perhaps I may be working from home mm-hmm. for a couple of years here. I want more space, mm-hmm. maybe a home office, uh, and you can get that, you know, whereas, you know, it's a three-bedroom townhouse uh, you know, row will cost you upwards of a million dollars in the downtown core. Mm. You can get you know three bedrooms on a on a good size lot 
uh, for much less than that. Oh, uh, a bit less than that now. <laughs> Not as the much prices now. Yeah. It's funny. I, I just uh, I went onto that realtor website and just put in you know homes for a starting uh, max price of five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. In all of Durham, there are ten, mm-hmm. and a handful of them are at four ninety nine nine. Because they're going to go for eight. <laughs> yeah, I know. it's it, it really is crazy. And I think, too, yes, COVID is a part of it. And, yeah, you're probably right. People want to maybe work from home and have the space. I also think, and, and the 407, I believe, has something to do with this now that it's been fully open for some time. People kind of just uh, west of us, when you just get over that Pickering-Toronto line, have been looking, I think, and saying, well, you know what? I can get downtown or I can get to wherever I need to be on the 407. I can sell my Markham Vaughn home for a million bucks and buy out into a Durham for five, six, seven. Not anymore now because it's eight and up. Right. The interesting thing will be for, for those that move out of the city and out to the Durham areas, uh, the, the sticker shock won't be in the sale price of the home. Mm. It'll be in the property taxes. Very expensive out Because, you know, Toronto itself, property taxes are ridiculously low. Right. Uh, whereas you get out to, to Durham, and especially Oshawa, they're, they're uh, quite a bit higher. Yeah, but look at what all, all you get. <laughs> <laughs> you get to look at more That's while right. you're in lockdown. All this tax money, and I get to go downtown and watch the running of the mess. <laughs> <laughs> Are you planning on watching the Super Bowl? You'll probably be watching it alone. Many of us will just be hunkered down on the couch with uh, our family or... Maybe sitting there by ourselves when people are asked uh, if they'll take any advantage with watching the Super Bowl alone, not going to a party or anything. Some say they'll just relax in their pajamas and watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Others say they'll be uh, just sitting around in their underwear watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> or naked. <laughs> playing with their own ball. <laughs> That's right. Deflate gate better not happen. When they're asked about if they'll, uh, you know, make it into their own little celebration with food and drink, many say, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plan on drinking more than previous years. Some say they'll drink a lot more. And many plan to, quote, eat and drink everything in sight. (laughs) (laughs) They should start turning the Monday into, like, a holiday. Right. Not that, well, you don't have anywhere to go anyhow if you're working from home, I guess. And today is uh, Groundhog Day. Although, hasn't it been Groundhog Day since March of last year? Pretty much. So I really don't care what the groundhog says or does. Listen, it, it's I think it's uh, like a snowstorm in Wyerton today or something mm. like that. So. Jersey and all like a hammered Washington, hammered with snow. Right. So the chances of seeing a, a shadow in that seem quite rare. Although yeah. it's sunny in many places like GTA, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, there is a guy who uh, is a member of a gym, and uh, the cops got a call. Because he ended up crashing through the woman's locker room from the ceiling. Uh-oh. He uh, had climbed up in there to uh, spy on the women in the locker room. Of course. As he crashed through, he landed on a woman. Uh, fortunately, she didn't need any medical attention. He was arrested, of course, for peeping and vandalism and burglary. You know, life is not a Porky's movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like how? Where did this happen? You can't even get into a gym now, right? Well, it's in the states, right? Probably, obviously, I when I read stories like this, you know, you just they they come they come by you, you pass through, you read them, and you just think, oh, that guy's crazy. But then when you start to really ponder what went on there, mm-hmm. 
you know, just time frames. Like at some point, this guy must have noticed somewhere in the gym that he could get get up into the ceiling. Right. Or that the first thing, yes, that the the they were connected. Yeah. The the bathrooms, right, or change yeah. rooms. Or yeah, who knows where or why, or but he saw a way up there, and then he maybe went home and he pondered it. You know, maybe he poked his head up there once. Right. Like at what point does the oh, I probably shouldn't be doing this Mm. part of your brain kick in. Right. And how long was he doing it before he fell through the roof? (laughs) And and how, like you're a grown man. Have you not heard of the internet? Yeah. (laughs) Like how intrigued are you with the female anatomy? I mean, I know we're all fans. We like to have a gander. Sure. Uh But to go to the effort of crawling up in a roof. Yes. Well, you know, listen, if I was an employer, I'd hire him because he's he's passionate. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly safety conscious. No, he's driven. No, yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm not yeah, I'm not putting him in, in charge of uh in charge of health and safety. No. But uh just crazy. <laughs> Do you have one of those FBI female body inspector shirts on when he did that? He probably does. Would have been fitting. <laughs> you know, I see this as something you do when you're 14. Right. You know, but this is a growing man in his <laughs> 40s. <laughs> I mean, what were you thinking, Lucky? <laughs> Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.